and welcome to Chasing Chocobos, a podcast about three brothers on a quest to beat every Final Fantasy ever made. I'm Zach. I'm Jacob. And I'm Gavin. And this is Leg 3, hours 10 through 15 of Final Fantasy 7. Brothers, how goes the quest? Nope, wait, hold on. One at a time. Jake, you go. <clears throat> well, my quest is going. I almost caught up to where Gavin left off last week. Oh, nice. shit. You're that far? Behind? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten out of the gold saucer. Dude, what happened? What do you mean? I'm doing my <laughs> best here. I did spend a chunk of time, probably like, it had to be an hour just at the gold saucer because I could not figure out where to go. And in my head, I thought that I had to get GP, which is the gold saucer points, to like check into the inn or do some like that. One of them costs $10 to go like shooting at that trail or the track, like the train track thing. And I... I, I I just it it took me forever to realize that all you have to do is jump through the right hole. Like yeah. once you mm-hmm. and you can only get there from this the main station circle, right? I don't think so. I think anywhere you go there's a um there's tubes and stuff you can take to all the other ones. I thought so too, but I like was in and out of every single place. And I don't even know what I jumped in at the very end that took me. But like once I figured out where to go, I just turned off my game because I had wasted (laughs) so much time. Like I spent all my money, sold items to get more money to try to get GP. I played that stupid motorcycle game like three four times just to get enough to check into the ghost inn and that did nothing (laughs) so i was like (laughs) i really thought i just had to sleep at the inn um so yeah it was pretty tragic but yeah uh, i guess i'm farther behind than i thought um did you guys go on a date did you guys have your date in the gold saucer no No? actually i didn't either i thought we were supposed to. Are are we going to go back to the gold saucer? I think For you what date? Do. There's like the it's at some point in the game um you go uh on a date with either depending on how you talked to everyone, um you go on a date with either Aerith, um Tifa or Barrett. And I thought it was this time in the gold saucer but it never triggered for me. So I don't know if it's coming up later or what. It well, has to. I'd assume you... Yeah, there's a lot at the Gold Saucer that you can't do right now, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's Shut true. down. But you shouldn't know that anyway, because this is all of our first times. It's not... We. It, it's not... That's not we, true. <laughs> We've well, been that's very why I'm open. so far behind. You guys, you guys are just remembering how to play this game, and it's my first time. Oh, I see. That's the difference. I'm good at Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gavin's a full two hours ahead of me, 
which is very frustrating for me. Yeah, I'm... But I'm I'm probably going to be stuck in Wutai Village for, I don't know, three legs at this point. So. I'm going to start cheating. I'm going to play a total of like 20 hours this week, but just be turning <laughs> off my game like every 10 minutes. So, so Jake, did you spend this whole leg in, in the gold saucer? Uh, no, because I was, I was pretty far behind to start. Um, so I'm trying to think of where I was at last time. I think I had like just gotten through the flashbacks of like Sephiroth destroying that town. Nibelheim. Nibelheim. So I started it off um, going to Juno. I think it was Juno or something like that. Junon uh, Harbor. Junon. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much where I started was on my way to Junon. In fact, <clears throat> oh, that's right, I was I actually in a Condor Tower for no reason. So I right. left there. <laughs> so I started, I started the leg in North Coral where Barrett grew up um on did we talk last wet leg about um the birds on the way to north coral i don't think so i don't think so either so when you guys were uh so you know how um when you're making your way uh past the reactor on the way to north coral and there's like the mine cart area and you're like walking along the the tracks yeah so you know the section where you have to separate and you have to go um, to the uh, like the the con- the one little building so that you can flip a switch, right? Did y'all notice that there were birds chirping in that area? Yes. Yes. Did you figure out what it was? Yes. No. Oh, Jake, you did. I did not figure out what it was. No. Oh wait, who said yes? I did. Oh, you figured out what it was? <clears throat> yeah. Ah. Um, so there's this little area where you can like climb up and there's a nest. There's a nest of all these baby birds and they're sitting on an, was it an item or was it material? They were sitting on something and the game asks, I think, yeah, the game asks if you want to take it. And I was like, yes. And then I got attacked by the mother birds and I killed them and I took what was in their nest. And then I felt sort of bad about it. Wait, you took baby birds? No, I killed the baby birds' mothers and I took their down and I got a bunch of phoenix downs. That's vi- that's violent. It was. But it was there's a lot of like weird little things that I'm noticing on this playthrough that I definitely missed as a kid. Um either that I didn't realize as a kid that they were weird or that I I just totally missed. Like I don't remember finding that weird little thing as a kid. I kind of so wait all that all that comes out of it is a bunch of phoenix down though. Yeah, you just get yeah. a couple phoenix down. It's just this weird little side thing. Did you guys find um at the end of that trail you can go down like a broken like train track to like this secret little guy's hideout and there's like a bunch of items on the ground and um, he basically tells you, that. you, he can't help you. Um, there's a treasure box and like 
two different just item pickups. I got mine source there and like some other source. <laughs> I forget. But like right before you exit all of those minecart um, trails, it like veers down to the ocean. And I knew there had to be something down there. I was like clicking the whole time trying to find something on the ground. And then I just like black screen transition to this t- dude's little hideout down there. Oh, weird. That's yeah, so interesting. I, I for sure did not find that. Yes. <laughs> um. Also, we kind of skipped the whole Shinra bit when we dressed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did not talk about, like, all of Judon Harbor. Like, that whole thing. Because I hated <laughs> it, mostly. Judon <laughs> Harbor's so dumb. I didn't care about talking about it because I hated it. Do you want to talk I- about it? I just want to know if you guys got the Force Stealer weapon. No, I did not. The I did so force bad. Force Stealer? Yeah, you can buy it eventually. Um, I forget where. <laughs> but you you end up being able to buy it for like 2200 But I just was like clicking buttons correctly. And what's his name? Heidegger, Heinekenger <laughs> gave me a Force Stealer for doing good. Oh man, I thought I think I got like an ether. Oh you yeah, didn't do as, you didn't do as good as me. No, I, I mean, admittedly, I did pretty awful. I did so bad. I am so bad at these mini games. Also, in Junon Harbor, there's a mini game where you have to get the dolphin to like push you up so that you can catch the thing. That took it, me so fucking long. It took me forever. <laughs> I got that like second try. Also, doing the. So, like, uh, I'm having a lot of trouble with, like, a a lot of the minigames that require any sort of, like, precision or anything. The speed game, uh, the, like, the rail shooter uh, game in Gold Saucer was one of my favorite things in the Gold Saucer. And it is, in my opinion, impossible with a Xbox controller. (laughs) Or at least with, like, using an analog stick. It's impossible. (laughs) You need 10 points. Yeah, dude. Did you uh, did you play the Moogle game in the arcade? Yeah. Yeah, did I... if you play the Moogle game, the, the dude gives you like 30 GP. Okay, well, I played the Moogle game twice and couldn't figure out what the hell that little guy was w- looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to... <laughs> You just have to feed him until he says hooray, and then you stop feeding him, and you just let him go. Oh my god. I, <laughs> it said not to overfeed him, so my first time I gave him four, and I was like, alright, what's going on? And I just waited, and then he tried to fly again, and he didn't make it, and I was like, oh, I fed him too much. So the next time I only gave him one nut, and, it's, and it still didn't work. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure you have to give you have to give him like not that number. You just you just keep feeding him. No, you, you just, just feed him like two or three times. Yeah, and then like because he'll be like hooray, and then you'll feed him, and then eventually he'll just be like okay, and then not true. you just you Def- just have to definitely not not two or three times because the first time I gave him four, I wrote it down. <laughs> but okay, as soon as he doesn't touch his belly. When you feed him, that's the correct amount of times. Well, la-dee-da. My Moogle is never finding his mate 
and he's not going <laughs> to learn to fly anytime soon. I'm sick of that guy. Um, but yeah, the, the, the dude watching you play that game will give you like 30 GP for if you complete it. Well, that would be that that would have been grand because <laughs> I, I whatever I've already said. But uh, yeah, the speed game is impossible with an analog stick. It's just the friggin worst. It's so impossible. I, if I don't get any of those games like the arm wrestling, the basketball game. I could never make one single hoop. I spent yeah, the- so much money at the gold saucer. <laughs> The boxing the game's pretty fun. Experience. The boxing the, game? The boxing game is fun, but I I don't get it. I think like, it's just like I, rock, paper, scissors. Is it totally random? I think so. Did you ever... How far did you get? I only beat the first guy. I got to the guy with the afro. I also got to the guy with the afro. And then he beat me up. Yeah, he did. But like real good. But like real good um so this leg i went to the gold saucer (laughs) was something that i did um and that's where you meet ketchy um and uh he reads your fortune and he says and what i liked about this was he tries to read your fortune a couple times and it doesn't make any sense um and then the last fortune is uh what you pursue will be yours but you will lose something dear. Um, and then he's like, hey, I'm going to stick around with you. And I was like, I don't want you, weird Moogle cat thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like how he's like, you can't say no. Yeah. I'm joining <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway. He still feels like the weirdest addition. I don't know. I, I've, I guess he's... He's not the newest one that I've gotten, but he does feel like the most random. Like, he joined my party, and there's just no reason for it. <laughs> He's just like, well, I we un, we figure out the reason later, but it does, it feels very un, I don't know, it feels very weird at the moment. Yeah. At Cosmo Cannon, um, when you have to go through, like, the cave, and you have to pick another person, I went over to Kate Sith. He's like, well, you can count me out. And I really love that about him. Is that he really just doesn't care. <laughs> He's just like, y'all go do whatever you want to do. I'm just going to hang back. Wait, sorry, Gavin, where does Nanaki live? Isn't it Cosmo Canyon? Yes, it is Cosmo Canyon. You definitely said Cosmo Cannon twice. Oh, I like that better. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. You remember that time... On our way to Costa del Sol, that Sephiroth, like, dropped a monster on us? Yes. We skipped over that, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I thought we talked about that. Sephiroth drops a, a piece of Genova on you. It, he, like, there's, like, a Genova monster thing. Look, I finally took notes for one leg, okay? I'm just <laughs> trying to make sure we cover everything. You didn't take it in the note catcher I sent you? Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't figure that out, Zach. Oh, okay. I I made us a a new I made us a new note catcher to try to help us keep track of our uh of our legs on uh, Google Wait. Drive. I made like an Excel sheet for us to keep oh. track of our legs. 
So um, I can see your guys' notes? Yes. Yeah. So that's the one potential downfall to it. But I but I, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's a bug. It might be a feature. Yeah, um, I just, that's what this is all about. Yeah, right? We're, we're using each other's, like, information. And it we're, it allows us to kind of just, like, see each other's notes rather than check in with one another. But I I don't know. I know I This leg, I didn't use it to cheat. Although I also didn't have the opportunity because I got to play earlier than Gavin did. Um, I don't know if Gavin was using my notes to cheat, even though I'm a full three hours behind him. Uh, no, I, I just kind of stuck to what I did. And it's working for me. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sephiroth drops a drops a Genova on you. Uh, th- so this is something that we talked about like way, way at the beginning of the podcast when we were playing Final Fantasy One. But one of the weird things about Final Fantasy Seven that not a lot of people know, um, and is something that I didn't know when I first played. But you never fight Sephiroth until the very end of the... Like, you never even meet Sephiroth until the very end of the game. All of these Sephiroths that you're meeting are, like, clones. They're, like, not really Sephiroth. Which what? actually... Yeah. Um, knowing that now makes a whole lot of sense because he keeps doing weird shit, like, just floating away, like, very weirdly. Um, he's, like... These are, like, weird ghosts of Sephiroth. Oh, that, yeah, and he was all like, oh, I don't know who you are, and I don't know who I am, mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah, because he the, like all these Sephiroths we're meeting are like weird experiments that Sephiroth's been performing with himself and Genova. Did you so, guys, did you guys get the items on the, um, uh... You know how you're falling and you have to like... Oh, no. Never. You didn't get them? No, I, I, I did. I tried. so hard. I did actually restart my game like three times and figured it out. What'd what you get? were they? Uh, one was a star pendant and the other one was better, but I don't know what it was. Hmm. <laughs> okay. But I got them. Nope. I de- yeah, I definitely did not was not gonna happen you just have to hit circle enough like i i don't think there's like any in between it's either you fall straight down or you fall all the way to the left or fall all the way to the right okay all right, all right. you can't go back though zach so sorry yeah i'm i'm okay with it i'm i'm not traveling traveling all the way back there man i wish I, I i wish i remembered what it was how horrible was that bomb bridge Oh, uh, I didn't have too much of a problem with the bomb bridge. I don't think I did either. I don't know. They sucked. Took a lot of, I mean, I had to use quite a bit of MP to get through that healing up. Really? Yeah. Cause every time they blew themselves up, it took like 500 damage off somebody. I don't know. I don't remember having a problem. I think I just cast all of my magics like right off the bat. And then I just kind of lived. Hmm. We didn't even talk about Barrett in a sailor suit. <laughs> we, you're right. We didn't talk about Barrett in a sailor suit. We didn't. We we talked about Red in a Shinra suit, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with his tail funny. popping out. Yeah, he's like waddling, like a little dog trying to pretend to be people. 
But yes, I'll be, Barrett. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to post some Barrett gifts later. I'm very excited for Barrett in a sailor suit in Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be great. So, in the Gold Saucer, uh, you're traveling around the Gold Saucer. Wait, Jake, you haven't left the Gold Saucer yet? No. I ran into the owner, which is a naked man named Dio. Yep. And he owns the saucer, and then I finally found him again, but that's when I turned off my game out of frustration. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so as you're going around uh, the gold saucer, you find um, a bunch of people who... Uh, so Barrett leaves. Barrett separates himself from you because he's stressed out about North Coral because everybody hates him in North Coral because I don't think you know why yet. But uh, as you're going around the gold saucer, you find all these people with bullet holes in them. All these people have been murdered by a gun. And you're like, oh shit, did Barrett do this? Dio comes up and he's like, hey, y'all and your buddy did this. I'm throwing you in jail. Throws you in jail. Coral prison. It sucks there. Yeah, not just a gun, may I add, but a man with a gun arm. Oh, yeah. Yes. A man with a gun arm murdered all these people. It's like, oh, shit. Who else? Who else but Barrett? Well, turns out it's Barrett's best friend named Dine. So Barrett and Dine are from North Coral. It used to be a coal mining town. And then Shinra moved in. And Dine was like, no, I don't want to let Shinra build a reactor here. And everybody else in town was like, nah, but maybe we should. And Barrett was like, yes, Dine, we totally should let Shinra build a reactor here. And Dine was like, aight, okay. Dine and Barrett were out on a fishing trip or something. And on, as they came back, they discovered that Shinra troops were murdering the whole town. Because Shinra is evil and just is that it's just evil and dine fell to his supposed death turns out nah not really he got the same surgery barrett did except on his other arm got a machine gun there and then he went cuckoo crazy um and he just wanted to murder everybody and everything because he thought his wife and his daughter were killed and barrett's like no dine your daughter survived and I've been raising her. And Dine was like, oh, really? Well, in that case, I'm going to have to murder you so that I can murder my daughter. And Barrett was like, no, please, no. Um, and uh, it's really super sad, <laughs> actually. Yeah, in that flashback of them discussing Shinra putting a headquarter, putting a reactor in, uh, Barrett still had his arms. So I'm confused. When did Barrett get his gun? Uh, so, so there's on the way back in the flashback after like their fishing trip or whatever. Um, Shinra shoot troops start shooting at Dine and Barrett and then Dine like he falls into ravine and then Barrett catches him and then they both get shot like what like in the hand. So the only logical next step <laughs> is to put a gun there. Yeah. I I do think that's like really interesting that these two guys 
both got shot in the hand and like totally independent of each other were just like oh well i should put a gun gun here (laughs) yeah um but then dine is like don't ever make marlene cry barrett and then he jumps to his death because he's gone uh homicidal insane uh and then after you know barrett cries to the heavens for losing his best friend in the whole world uh we get to go have fun chocobo races (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he wasn't having it it was it was so friggin it was so weird going from like this really sad scene of this father driven mad by the loss of his family to like Mm, here's a wacky chocobo manager and let's learn how to race chocobos and also rama's there and also Rama's there. I just, just hanging out. I couldn't believe I just found the Rama material there. I was so angry. Do you think Rama likes to play cards with the other jockeys? I bet uh, that's I what it know. is. Not anymore. Now Rama likes to electrocute my enemies. <laughs> that's what that's the only thing Rama knows now. The summons in this are so ridiculously strong. Really? Yeah. You don't think? I I pretty much wipe the battlefield every time I use one. Really? I'm not finding that. I'm I'm kind of finding them on par with just general magic. No way. Nah, depending on the summon, um yeah, like Odin, Odin can clear a battlefield by himself. Huh. Rama can do that too. Um, Ifrit's pretty strong. He's definitely stronger than my Fire 2 spell. And then Shiva's, Shiva's okay. And the Chocomog summon is just the best. I like the Chocomog summon just because it's a good, uh, cheap MP spam that deals a decent amount of damage and sometimes stops your enemies. Yeah. Um, I, I use that one a lot because it damages the whole field, um... And it, it just seems useful, which I is funny because I know as a kid I never used that summon. Like that summon got unequipped, and I never used it ever again once I got anyone better. Um, and now it's like my go-to summon. Oh yeah, because for how much MP it costs, it does a lot. It does a lot of damage, and it also has like the added effect of being able to stop your enemies. Yeah. So, and I think yeah, it's like I, what, like 14, 14 MP. Yeah, it's super cheap yeah. and is super a good cheap. way to deal damage to a lot of like, especially like mooks, right? It's I'm I don't really use I'm never gonna use it against bosses really, but um, against mooks, it's like a great way to clear like a, uh, a big field. Just trash mobs. Yeah. What the heck's a mook? Like a like, you know yeah, a henchman. Ah, random Chump. trash that you fight. Yeah. All I have is Shiva and Ifrit, so I've got uh I've got Chocobo. You, you don't have the Chocobo? No. Wait, how did you not get the Chocobo? Wait, where did I get the Chocobo? At the Choco Farm, dude. Oh yeah, that's what? right. Yeah, you get Chocomog Materia. Yeah. As well you... as if you talk to the Chocobos and make them dance. Yeah. Oh man. You just you guy you, you'll get back there you'll get back there you'll find it um but uh after after you win the chocobo race 
Dio sends you a letter that's like, hey, sorry I threw you in jail. Uh, by the way, I met Sephiroth and he seemed like a cool dude. You should get his <laughs> autograph is like legit what Dio tells you because Dio's the weirdest character in this game. Um, full of very weird characters. Uh, and he, he tells you that he's that Sephiroth's heading towards Gongaga, Gongaga, south of the river, which Gavin is. So Gavin and I talked briefly, because uh, Gavin apparently missed this, and I don't know how, because we both went to the same place. Look, my, but I it said to go south through the river. I went south to the river, and then I went to Cosmo Canyon. I don't, yeah, I must have, we must have, I don't know, I must have stopped somewhere. Because, uh, I found this mountain, um, and it, uh, at the base of the mountain, there's this really weird interaction where you stumble upon Reno and Rude talking, and Reno's like, Rude, who do you like? Don't be shy. And Rude's like, I like Tifa. And it's very strange, and Elena comes upon you, and, oh, oh, and I think, like, Reno admits that he likes Elena, but Elena, like, sang. It's, like, a very strange, like, love triangle thing (laughs) going on. Uh, But there you find out that Shinra is looking for a huge materia to build the perfect weapon. Um, And, Gavin, one reason you might want to find that place is, uh, so, like... You, you hide behind the reactor wreckage and Scarlet like looks in and is like, oh, it's all junk. And um, that's how you find out they're looking for this quote unquote huge materia. But if you look in there, you can find the Titan summon, which I don't Ooh. think I ever got as a kid. I will have um, to find that. But first I have to find and murder Yuffie. <laughs> The summons are also just really awesome cutscenes. Like, Ifrit's one of my favorite things yeah, ever. He is so yeah, Ifrit's great. Ifrit is awesome, and uh, and Titan's really cool. Yeah, Titan's I don't remember cool. ever seeing Final Fantasy VII Titan. I don't either. As a kid, I don't think I ever got this one. Um, but also worth noting is that in that mountain is Gongaga Village, which is a village that lives without. Uh, Shinra energy and it's also Zack's hometown and you can meet his parents and when you tell Zack's parents that you were a member of Soldier they ask if you ever met their son Zack and you're just like oh I don't know I don't think so I wonder if there's a way to play Crisis Core not on PSP I think there's a Steam version no is there uh Yo, if there's a Steam version of Crisis Core, um, uh, maybe I'm thinking of something different. Not maybe it's not Crisis Core. Just talking about Zach. So yeah, Crisis Core is Zach's story, and it's one of the few games I finished before we started this podcast. I'm like thinking Final Fantasy. I'm sorry, but um, I remember you got me into Crisis Core by showing me the, um. The fight scene between Sephiroth and Jill and someone else. Like, are you talking about Dissidia? Am I talking about Dissidia? No, in Crisis no, Core. That's in Crisis Core, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that, there's like a famous fight scene between Genesis and Jill yeah. and Sephiroth. 
on like it, they're on like a they're building. They're on the Junon Harbor. Oh, is um, oh right. Gun. Yeah. I should play that. I've never played it. I think I played a little bit of it. And then I just played tactics. Yeah. Um and then there is Cosmo Canyon, which is, you know, its own thing. I love dude, anything about Red is just the best. You get to Cosmo Canyon, he's like, This is where I grew up. And one dude wasn't gonna let you in, but um Red he says, like, hey, they helped me out come in and you go in figure out some stuff about the universe about how like the life energy works and stuff so that's pretty cool he learned that red 13 his name's actually nanaki um you want which, you want to know something fun guys <clears throat> but i don't know how i did this but <clears throat> when i first got red i was like going to rename him uh, just, I was going to make him like red the 13th, but it didn't really work because there wasn't enough space. And somehow I wound up with a red seven. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know why or how I thought that I just put it back to his real name, but I put red V I I like for seven. <laughs> Instead he of got, he got the game and uh, yeah, and Red's I name did. And up. now I have Red Seven in my party. <laughs> I think there might have been some loco weed involved. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had remembered his real name when I got him because I I I wish I had renamed him Nanaki so that. I could have given him his his true name back. But yeah, that... So, Jake, a tip for that section is um, if you... uh, You should equip life. You should equip revive. The materia revive. You have a revive materia? I do. Dude, even I have revive. Oh, I don't. You... uh, It's very convenient because all the enemies in that... Well, the big enemies are undead. And uh, the boss, if you cast life on the boss, he it's a one-hit KO. Huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was just using Cure 2. You have Dang. Cure 2? The only two yeah. I have is Fire. I have Fire, Ice, Bolt, and Cure. Oh my gosh. And Bio 2, actually. I don't even have Bio 1. Most it's of my th- stuff is... Most of my material is level two at this point. I've got a couple level threes. Some of my yeah. alls are level three. Yeah, my alls are level three. Are you using um, double growth uh, equipment? What the hell what? does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so some of when you are equipping your items, they or when you're equipping your gear, it'll say either normal or double, and the double gear. Um, grows your materia twice as fast. You get double the AP for your materia. Um, huh. And it's weaker, and it, you can equip less materia, but the materia you equip grows faster. So I've given everybody, I've equipped everybody their double um, equipment so that I can 
try to level up my materia faster. I still don't understand. So you're <laughs> at the end of every battle, you get AP, and your yes. AP levels up your materia. Correct. Right. So some of your equipment, when you're equipping your like your swords, when you're equipping your sword, some of your swords will say normal, and some of your swords will say double. When you put when you equip a sword that says double and you put materia into it, it earns double AP. I don't think I have any doubles. Is that possible? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not know anything about the doubles. I just whatever hits the hardest is what I equip. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to use the doubles right now, um, just to Try to get that materia up. How are y'all handling materia when you like change party members? I don't. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, that's honestly what I was about to say. I just have stuck ever since ever since you told me to get rid of Eris. I just stuck with Tifa, Red, and Cloud. Yeah, I, I changed. Oh wait, no, that's that's my party too. Uh, changed, yeah, that's, uh, my, that's my party too. <laughs> wait, Cloud Tifa and Red? Yeah, for everyone. So I've been I've been switching Barrett in to keep him on level, but it's mostly Cloud Tifa and Red. Okay. I kind of want to switch in Sid um, with Tifa, but like Tifa's Barrett was a huge part of my party. Then for some reason, I switched to Tifa. I forget why, and Red's a staple, and I can't get rid of Cloud. So I think I think that's just going to be my party forever. I'm definitely cashing in Tifa and replacing her with Kate Sith. That's fair. Is it? He has great magic, and that's what I use Tifa for. I don't know what my stats mean. I don't yeah, <laughs> what's the difference between attack and I forget. Wait, there's like, oh man, I can't think of now. There's attack and strength, I think, and I don't understand the difference. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know what any of this stuff does. Do you know yeah. what vitality does? No, I thought I, it would be your health, but it's not. It, it's not. How is it not? I don't know, because I equipped something that gave me plus 10 vitality and my health didn't go up. Maybe it's like defense. Do you think it's like resistance to poisons and shit? Ooh, yeah, like how fast you recover from like being asleep, maybe. It's constitution. Is constitution in this too? I haven't even seen that. No, I'm just saying vitality is like constitution. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you were correcting it. It's like, no, that's the constitution. It's I've just the, been working uh, on my US. intelligence mainly. I don't know. Keeping my intelligence up. Now that my material's gone, I've just stocked up on strength because it sounds like it would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there actually is an intelligence stat. I don't know. I don't know what any of my stats do. I'm just trying to get the most powerful equipment and the most powerful materia. And also, I'm kind of sad that the equipment system is so much simpler than in past games. Yeah. I think they did that because the story's so convoluted in this one, though. 
Well, and also the materia takes the place of a lot of the equipment. Yeah, but materia is not even like that hard to understand. Mm, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of systems involved when you get into like HP plus materia, MP plus materia, uh, element edition, status edition. Like, I guess that's true. There's a lot of stuff going on. It just it just doesn't feel as I don't know. It doesn't feel as good to me as like equipping a helm and a chest plate and like gauntlets. I don't know. I like it. I like that, and I miss it. I like that when you change weapons, it shows up in the character model. Yeah, I do like that. The Force Dealer. I gotta send you guys a picture. It's like this purple, like Soul Caliber sword. Nice. I'm using the rune blade right now because it's a it's a double MP and it has like it's like a I mean all the buster swords are huge but it like fans out at the end and like has like a sort of a um like a crescent shaped end it's very cool. Uh, I also have the rune blade. Well, that's a double that's a double. Yo, did you equip reds um after Cosmo Canyon um red gets a weapon like out of nowhere from his dad he gets a weapon from his dad okay yeah 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 did you you equip that right because he's a truck right now uh no because i think i'm still i'm using his weaker one that is because it's a double it's Um, a double ap should we actually talk about what happens in cosmo canyon no i mean jake's not there yet so i'm not even so we should wait I don't think I'm very close to there yet. You're not terribly close. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, as soon as Jake just needs to get the buggy. Jake has to go through all of Coral Prison, has to do the Chocobo oh. races, has to get through Gongaga Village. Gongaga Village. No, because I skipped that. Well, so no, my next, thi- next leg Jake will get there. My big thing this leg was that I got really far and then... I was talking to Gavin, and Gavin, and, well, I got, I was going through the game, I got to a, I got to the safe in uh, Nibbleheim Mansion, and I was like, hey, Gavin, do you know what the deal is with this safe? And then Gavin didn't respond in time, so I just kept going, and I was like, alright, well, I guess I'll figure it out some other time. Um, I'm bound to come back here eventually. And so, I, I did all that work, left, went to, like, the next town was doing all this stuff, and Gavin messages me back. He's like, oh, hey, I got Odin and also Vincent. And I was like, fuck! Excuse me? <laughs> so then I had to go back and do that whole friggin' thing. Which, uh, thank you, Gavin, for telling me. So, uh, Jake, just a heads up. When you, when you get to Nibbleheim and you go in the Nibbleheim mansion, go to the left and there is a shiny item that is impossible to miss, and I don't know how I missed it the last time. <laughs> but it will tell you how to... It'll, it'll set you on a, on a really fucking annoying fetch quest. Got it. But you get Odin and Vincent. Yeah. Uh, Odin's way cooler, though. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to equip Vince, if I'm going to like put Vincent in my party. I had it. And then I thought his, I thought his standard gun was cooler, but he's just got like a, like a, a handgun, just like a, I don't know, like a Glock or something. What I did thought you he had? Th- like, 
I don't know, I thought he had like this cool like three-barreled shit like he did in Advent Children. I mean, you have to get that. I mean, yeah, but I thought he started with it. Oh, well, I'm sorry that his gun isn't... His, I'm sorry that his gun isn't cooler than you. I... <laughs> I'm just saying. I think I have a shotgun for him now, but I'm not ever gonna equip him into my party. Like, Well, I, the, the only thing stopping me from equipping him is, um... Uh... I don't like his limit very much. I, I don't even know what his limit is. Uh, he goes berserk. He turns into a monster and goes berserk. But, I mean, I did basically, like, make my living in six off of, uh, Gao and, uh, Umaru. So, maybe I've learned how to use berserkers. I think I got Red the 13th's secret limit in that as well. What limit did you get? Uh, I got an I uh, I got a limited limit called Cosmo Crater or something like that or Cosmo something. What is what is Red's other limits? Because I can't figure out what the one does, but I forget what it's called. Lunatic, Lunatic High. High. Yeah, what the hell does that do? It gives haste for everyone. I think. Yep, it gives everyone haste and it raises their defense. So if you hit oh. select in the battle screen, uh, it'll give you more information. Really? Yeah, uh, and one of the things it does... So, A, it'll give you the name of all of your enemies when you are highlighting them, and it will also tell you exactly what the thing you've highlighted does. And I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's good to know. So I left off with Yuffie stealing my materia, and I'm really pissed about it. I find that really funny. And also, I, I hope that you're stuck there until I catch up to you. I hope you're stuck there for at least twice as long as I am, and I'm not going to help you. No, I'm still stuck in the golden saucer. To be fair, there's worse places to be stuck. Yeah, maybe, maybe if you're rich. It's all this, it's all this writing and note taking. Who do you guys think I am? This is this is my style. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this book. And just go back to barely remembering anything that happened and is waiting to talk to you guys every week. <laughs> I listen, try out the so try out the new note catcher, because I will say it helped me a lot. It also helps that I'm playing it on Steam and when you uh alt tab uh, the timer stops. Oh, so does I, it? Yeah, so I'm no longer losing time as I take my notes. You need to be careful, though. I've had my game crash when I've alt-tabbed. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, right. it's only happened, like, twice in the very beginning. Um, so, But just that's, a heads up. That's petrifying, just hearing that. Yeah, that is that is scary. That's what scares me or about my classic. Make sure you save often. Is for some reason I think that it's just not going to, like, save or load or... It also takes me a really long time, like, if I decide to quit, to back out and reload my stuff up. It takes, like, oh, really? five minutes. Yeah, I gotta wait for the PlayStation logo and then the game to come up. And I'm really enjoying playing it on Steam. I like it on Steam a lot. Yeah, uh, the port's pretty good. And I, I think especially with um, that controller layout, yeah. I found... 
Oh yeah, uh, I think that I think that helps a whole lot because I play. I've tried the Steam version, um, just with the default layout of the game, and dude, it's brutal. Side quest? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brothers, what did you do over the last two weeks? Um, it was midterm season for me, and that's all I really could do. I did also. I ate an entire family portion of fried chicken to myself today. <laughs> so that's what I did. What was it? Just like grocery store fried chicken? Yeah. There's a joke on um, Joe Para, which I know I've mentioned, but I don't know if you guys have looked into it yet. Which shame on you. But he talks about how there's just this really brief joke where he like says how it's cheaper to buy a cooked rotisserie chicken than just a th- raw, like, frozen chicken, and that he doesn't like to think about why. And I, always th- <laughs> and I always think about that when I'm buying rotisserie chicken. Like, why is this cheaper than a raw chicken? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever bought... Well, no, that's not true. I guess I have bought rotisserie chicken. Not very often, though. I don't... I don't know if I trust it. It's a $5 dinner for you and your wife. Maybe even your baby. <laughs> not, not for a while. Oh, my God. We had to go to baby... In, shit, what was it called? What, what was it called? We had to go to a baby... Class. We had to go to a baby class, and it was very stressful and very anxiety-inducing. And it was honestly one of the worst nights ever. Your baby's not even born yet. Why does it have to go to class? Well, because we have to know <laughs> what's... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we have to know how not to kill our baby and how not to, like, do... And also how to, like, hold it and keep it alive and feed it. And it's just a I lot mean, of... There's a lot of information that you have to know about babies that they don't teach you until you are having a baby. Well... It's better than after you have a baby. Yes. That you learn it. But it's very stressful. It's the most stressful. Can I tell you all about my shitty night? Absolutely. Sure. I, so, okay. So, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm an, I got, I, I have a lot of anxiety. And, uh, you might have heard about this thing called COVID-19. That's uh, causing some problems. I was going to so, talk about COVID. Yeah, yeah. I've had, I've been, I've been dealing with some shit, and so I had a really bad anxiety day, like one of my worst OCD anxiety days. Um, also, yeah. Hey, let's get let's get real, everybody. Hey, I suffer from OCD and generalized anxiety disorder. What's up? Who uh, <laughs> and I had a <laughs> I had a really bad mental health day. Uh, the other day and, uh, I came home and I was like, oh my God, I have to go to this baby class and I just need to make it through this baby class and then I can be chill. Um, and when I got home, my dog had cut open the side of her face and the side of her face was just covered in blood. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I, I have to do this now. So rushed the dog to the vet. 
and the vet was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, this is pretty just, this is pretty superficial. It's, it's, it's gonna be okay. Um, and here's some medicine for her and a collar. I was like, okay. And that'll great. be $200. And that'll be $200, yep. So we, we had to rush Poe home and then rush to the hospital so that we could take our baby class, where they told us about how under absolutely no circumstances should you shake your baby. And also, turns out now you're not supposed to use... Did you know you're not supposed to use any powders on your baby? Baby powder is not a thing anymore because uh, it kills babies. So what? Yeah. So you're not supposed to use baby powder anymore. So not using baby powder. Um, and so we learned how we were supposed to hold the baby so that we could feed it and, uh, how, uh, all the things that could go wrong with the baby and all the things that could go wrong with the birth. And that was really stressful. And by the time we got home, <clears throat> it was like 1030 and I hadn't eaten anything literally all day. So I ate something, went to bed, woke up at 3 a.m., 3 a.m. to my dog having a seizure. And I was like, oh, shit, my dog's having a seizure. What do I do? We called the vet. The vet was closed. We called an emergency vet. The emergency vet was like, how's the dog doing? And by then, dog was fine. Dog continued to be fine. They were like, okay, we'll just keep an eye on her. And we were like, okay. So tried to go back to sleep after that day and it was the worst um and so that's been me for like the past two weeks has basically just been covid and dog and baby so jake or what have you done this week well um there's a few things a lot of good entertainment uh i found this show on amazon called Afsos? Af- Afsos? Afsos? Have you heard of this, Zach? No. I suggest you look it up. It is technically, I guess, a, um, like a black comedy, but it's mostly just pretty dark. Um. How do you spell it? A-F-S-O-S. A-F-S. And it is a foreign show. Okay. And I'm not very cultured, so I don't understand what Indians speak. Lots of different languages. But yeah, it's a really good show. It's it's um, it's perfectly dark and not very funny, <laughs> but mostly <laughs> just dark. Um, and yeah, I'm actually now trying to think of this show it's been a while since i i saw it but it's basically about a guy that is trying to kill himself and just can't because just because he can't because he's like immortal (laughs) kind of interesting but uh it's really good and it has to do with like i'm pretty sure like like hindu religion but that might actually make you hate it. <laughs> and I'm hoping that it's a good show and not just that I like it because I don't understand any of it. Number well, it, two. It's, okay, good. It's legit Indian. Like it's written by Indians, starring Indians, created by Indians. So I would hope that they are treating the 
any Hindu uh, religion or mythology um, appropriately. It's very cool, and I couldn't get enough of it. I I think I watched it in like maybe maybe like three sittings. So it's a very good show. Yeah, it sounds cool. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It lo- it looks interesting. I want to I want to watch it. Nice. I thought you might like it. The whole time that I was watching it, I was thinking that you would like it. Number two is White Castle Burgers. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen White Castle Burgers at your grocery store. Um, oh, like the frozen slider? The frozen sliders from White Castle. Here's yeah. the fun part of this. I thought that they were microwavable snacks, which, you know, they are. But do you know how to actually cook them? No. First of all, have you guys ever bought these frozen sliders? I, have I think not. mom used to get them. What? I don't think so. I've definitely had White Castle sliders, and I've never bought them. So here's the thing about White Castle sliders is that the appropriate, correct way to cook them is by steaming them. And I just just recently found this out, and I've been steaming frozen White Castle burgers like it's my job because they are amazing when you steam them. They just turn into this soft, like, gooey, delicious... I'm calling the police. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) No, it doesn't turn soggy, though, is the weird thing. It just turns into like the softest, most delicious, delectable bread. I r- refuse to believe that's true. I'm repulsed, my brother. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> kidding you. S- go steam some frozen White Castle burgers and call me. <laughs> Jacob, this sounds disgusting. Not at all. You just don't understand. And that's okay. I understand. Did you? That- come up with the idea to steam them or were they was that on the box it so on the box there is a ridiculously lengthy directions for steaming them and i never even read it because it's like who's gonna go through all this and i just like microwave them um because they're a nice microwave snack but absolutely the only way to do it is by steaming them and it's it's just heavenly um, I'm so very scared. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to try this. Yeah, I mean, you need uh, a pretty big steamer, honestly. Well, I okay, so I need a box of White Castle sliders and a steamer. Do you have a rice cooker? That would work for like two. No, I so um, no, my my rice cooker got destroyed. <laughs> okay, wait, what? How did it get destroyed? Um. Well, a trash compactor, what? eventually. <laughs> okay. Um, I forgot to clean my rice cooker, and I the lid closed, and then I put it at, like, the top of my, th- like, where I keep my, like, quesadilla maker and my blender and stuff, and then, like, two weeks go by, I, I take it down to go use it, and I didn't clean it out. Oh, no. So- so I just threw it away. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like the right call. Brothers, something very important happened over in between our two recordings that I think we definitely need to talk about. Okay, but first, did you guys know that Nick Cage is in a Lovecraft movie? Yes, and I need to see it. It's the color out of space. What? And yeah. 
It's it, surprisingly good. It's at Redbox, it? so okay. I need I need to watch. I still need to watch Mandy, and I need to watch The Color Out of Space. You you, you liked it? Yeah, I um I I actually really liked it. Um, I watched it like one and a half times. One and a half times. <laughs> yeah, because Sadie had it on again today when I got home. I'm still trying to work up the nerve to watch Hereditary, and then I'm trying to watch more scary movies. Well, I would start with Color Out of Space. Okay. Have you seen Mandy yet? What? Have you seen Mandy yet? No, is that like Lovecraft? No, it's like a psychedelic um, 1970s horror-style movie starring Nick Cage. Um, Oh, I think I do a. He gets in a chainsaw fight with demonic bikers summoned from hell. It's supposed to be very good. Wow. If I could be anyone, it'd probably be Nick Cage. Seems like a pretty good gig. Also, did you guys see that they remade the original Pokemon movie? I did. I I didn't know that until I started watching it. And I was like, this is like Pokemon the movie. This is Pokemon the movie remade. And I was so excited, and I watched the whole thing, and it was pretty awesome. Was and it was good? only Did like, you like it? one new age Pokemon in the whole movie, which made it that much better. Yeah, it's just it's just a reanimated, CGI animated uh, Pokemon the first movie, which was cool. And that does it. That's all I did. Uh, so. One thing that happened in between us recording was they released the demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Whoa. Oh, right. Uh, Did you play it? I did. I caved. I was going to hold off and not play it, but I caved and I played it. Um, How how is it? I think I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I did not particularly like the gameplay. Oof. Um, people are, I am in the minority on that. Everybody online is like praising it. They're saying that it's their favorite combat. It's, they're saying it's great. I did not particularly like the combat. Um, that said, uh, I did put in my pre-order for the game and I'm still very excited for the game. I'm probably just going to play it on easy mode so that I don't have to worry too much about the combat. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I found the combat pretty tedious. Okay. Um, and they also, they're doing something interesting where they changed, or they appear to have changed a major part of the story already within the first, so the, the demo gives you uh, the first 45 minutes of the game uh, in which you are, uh, doing the f- the first mission from the original, uh, setting up the bomb in the uh, re- the uh, reactor, uh, and fighting the giant uh, scorpion robot, right, and then escaping, and um, they change some things, or they change one thing, uh, that is pretty significant in terms of like hinting at something i don't know and i don't like it i don't think i like it are you gonna tell us what it is 
do you want me to? It's, I mean, th this is something that happens in the first 45 minutes, so it's not a huge spoiler, um, but it is a, it is technically a, it is technically a spoiler for the game. Do you want to I think to know? I would like to know. Okay, so, uh, just spoiler warning, I am going to spoil a detail from the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. It's something that happens in the first 45 minutes, so I don't know if you care about that, but if so, you might want to skip forward a couple minutes. Um, so, you know how in the game, Avalanche blows up a reactor? Yeah. In Remake, they go to blow up the reactor, and their bomb goes off, Avalanche's bomb goes off, but it does almost no damage to the reactor. Shinra is the one who causes the massive, huge explosion. What? They blow up their own reactor to blame it on Avalanche. Whoa, maybe that's how it always happened, and we're just too naive. I don't know. I don't like it, because I don't like that it takes away agency from Avalanche. Like, now, instead of Avalanche being, like, an actual functioning resistance movement, it's just kind of a... They're only they're only successful because Shinra lets them be successful, and I don't like that reframing. For, yeah, that's a whole different spin. Yeah. I, I it's complicated and I don't quite know how I feel about it yet, but I don't think I like it. Well, I guess anyway, you gotta it, stay tuned. When do, when does it yeah. release? The full game April I think, 10th. Yeah, it comes out April 10th. And I'm hoping that I can not play it until my baby arrives, and then I can just I can just hole up in my living room with my baby in the bassinet and my wife in our lounge in our lazy chair, and I can just hang out, help take care of the baby, and play some Final Fantasy VII remake. What a life! Uh, that's what I'm hoping. I don't really know if that's feasible. It's probably not, but that's what I'm hoping for. I, I will keep my fingers crossed that you will be able to fulfill that dream. God, I hope so. I've been, a, I've been addicted to the new Call of Duty as well. Yeah, the new Call of Duty is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's actually really good. Especially, I, like, the campaign is just, like, out of this world. Like, I don't yeah. think Call of Duty has ever touched this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to put it, but it just seems next level for sure is. I mean, the the multiplayer and online. Here's the cool thing about online is you can play split screen again, which I don't think has been Ooh, a really? thing for a long time. I love split screen. Local co-op is the best. Right. Or local local gaming is the best. It doesn't have to be co-op, just local. I like local multiplayer. Brother, should we end the show? Yes. Uh, yes. Thank God. Um, first, we would like to thank Capsule King for the use of their track Silkus Greens as our intro and outro. You can find Capsule King at capsuleking.bandcamp.com. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Chasing Chocobos there. Um, we really dig everyone talking uh, about Final Fantasy 7 to us seems to be one of the more popular ones for sure um, and yeah shout out to you guys that are talking to us telling your friends about us on Twitter yeah 
Yeah, Twitter's good for our listeners, but you know what's even better is our podcast that you're listening to, and other people would enjoy it too. They can find it wherever they get podcasts, on iTunes or SoundCloud, Spotify, maybe some other platforms. So tell your friends, give us that five-star rating. Um... Uh, you know, again, just make sure, tell your grandparents, uh, the biggest (laughs) support you can possibly give us is rating us and telling your friends, uh, especially your friends who are talking about the Final Fantasy VII remake, because, you know, they probably are into Final Fantasy VII, and that's what we do. You already know this. Patreon. (laughs) Yep. Thank you, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) um you can you can indeed become a patron of the show at patreon.com forward slash chasing chocobos uh there is one tier for our patreon supporters it is called the mycidian inn it is two dollars a month it is a huge support um we're we're saving up to buy gavin a ps4 is is really what we're going for and probably to buy us all (laughs) copies of final fantasy 8 on steam so if you like the show if it has brought you some joy please consider hopping over uh to patreon and uh just uh even if you just want to join for a month just toss us two bucks like we appreciate every cent and our patron supporters are amazing and we love you all um we love you thank you we love you thank you we love Love you. you You can find me on Twitter at ZWGarth. I am on Twitch. I am Foam Soldier there. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I don't think I said the Instagram. Chasing Chocobos on Instagram, too. So just follow that. Final Fantasy VII is actually a very beautiful game, especially for its time. Like, I love uh, this. I'm having a lot of fun and also completely filling up my phone storage. With all these awesome <laughs> little clips of video. Um, I'm also on Instagram at birds not home, where I draw pictures of acorn cob. Wait, what? I think I missed that. I acorn love, cob. I love acorn cob. Is that the name of the bird? Yeah, his name's acorn. Oh, it's kind of like a corn cob. Get it? Uh, no, uh, wait, uh, say that one more time. A corn cob. A, I, I'm not catching that. All right, uh, brothers, is there anything else? Are we missing anything? I don't think so. All right, let's end this friggin' podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. Until next time, remember that the power of light must never be used for darkness and that the true crystals reside in your heart. Bye, friends. And steam a White Castle burger.